Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Explore and Engage with Anam. The question today is, when uh, the first doses of uh, a COVID vaccine um, are available, who would be getting those doses? The priority. How do we prioritize who would get the initial doses of a coronavirus vaccine when it becomes available? Um, I think it is fairly safe to say that COVID vaccines are coming first. Pfizer announced that a vaccine that they are developing has um, shown to be more than 90% effective in preventing coronavirus in the third stage of clinical trial. And then news broke that a vaccine that Moderna has been developing has been shown to be more than 94% effective. And these are all great news. And uh, so we may have a vaccine very soon. But this raises the question, how do we prioritize in the initial stage who would get the first doses when uh, a vaccine is released? We have a very diverse population, you know, people of all ages, um, um, people with various health conditions that put them at different risk levels. And there are people who have already had COVID and uh, recovered. And, and so this question uh, is being asked, who gets the first doses of the vaccine? Um, I have to let you know up front that in this episode, um, I am not proposing an answer. I do not know the answer, but I do know that there are uh, brilliant minds, healthcare professionals, other policy experts who are going to be working on making sure that there is a proper plan to distribute the first doses um, among those uh, who are in greater great need um, of a coronavirus vaccine. And uh, so the purpose of this podcast episode is to generate a discussion. And, um, you know, I'm inviting all of you to share with me your thoughts and comments on this matter. Of course, um, the expectation is that in the near future, there would be enough doses of the vaccine available to meet the overall needs of the people. So going back to the question, um, who gets priority in the initial stage? when we have, uh, hopefully, uh, the vaccine is approved and there's, a, there's an initial limited stock. Um, this is a discussion that's been going on. Um, when you turn on television, you're going to listen to various experts, uh, you know, stating their opinions. An obvious answer that I have heard is the the elderly people, the senior citizens. Now, how do you define a senior citizen? Usually, it is somebody who is 65 years old or older. Um, and we have been told for months and months now that senior citizens are at greater risk of contracting coronavirus and becoming uh, becoming sick. Would you then say that anyone above 65 years old or older should get the vaccine first? Um, in America, the 65 years and older population has been growing very rapidly since the year 2010. And this is according to the United States Census Bureau. Uh, if you pay attention um, to the demographics, then you know that um, America is going through a demographic shift. 
we have an aging population, the baby boomers are growing older and they are retiring um, and, uh, you know, baby boomers many years ago uh, started turning 65 years old and now they are getting older. According to estimates, there are more than 50 million senior citizens in America. And we know that seniors are a high-risk category. But there are some seniors who are at a greater risk than others. And these are individuals who have various health problems such as diabetes and, and lung disease and heart issues, etc. And so if a senior has these health conditions, that person may actually not just be high risk, but at a greater risk and hence have a greater need of a coronavirus vaccine. But it's not just those who are 65 years old or older who are at high risk. Even in the population that's under 65, there are many vulnerable individuals because of their health conditions. Once again, these are individuals who have heart problems, lung problems, who have uh, who may be um, um, who may be suffering from blood disorders or who have cancer or um, those who are on dialysis or those who underwent bone marrow transplant or people with sickle cell disease. These uh, health conditions would, would put people at a higher risk of coronavirus and hence they may have a greater need of a vaccine regardless of the age. And if you go to the website of any reputed healthcare system, um, you know, I checked out the website of the Mayo Clinic and UW Health right here in my home state of Wisconsin. These healthcare systems provide information about who is at high risk category. And so anyone can go take a look at that information and determine if they are high risk or not. Therefore, going beyond age groups, there are many people who would fall in that high risk category. And so when it comes to providing the first round of uh, doses of a coronavirus vaccine, it is important not just to look at people who are 65 years or older, but in the general population um, across uh, all different age categories, it's important to look at people with different health conditions. Um, I was listening to some discussion on television and um, one of the commentators said, that medical professionals should get priority. And these are people who are working in clinics and hospitals, in emergency rooms, and they are treating patients. They are come in, coming in contact with um, many members of the public over the, the course of a day or a week as they are performing their duties. So the question then is, should medical professionals get priority? Um, we know that over the last many months, uh, doctors and nurses have fallen ill after contracting COVID, and we want everyone, including our medical professionals, to be safe. And in this fight against coronavirus, when a medical professional becomes sick, it also reduces the healthcare system's capacity to serve patients. There are different uh, healthcare systems that are now delaying non-essential procedures because of this pandemic. Um, 
delaying procedures that doctors believe can wait would free up resources for those who need emergency care, urgent care, or need services that cannot be delayed. And so going back to the discussion of resources, healthcare resources are already pretty tied up. And so if doctors and nurses contract COVID and they are out sick, uh, medical resources become even more limited. And um, so going back to the original question, should medical professionals be given priority um, for a coronavirus vaccine? Let me know what you think. I do want to mention a few more things before I conclude uh, today's podcast episode. We have law enforcement professionals who protect and serve. There are first responders, uh, such as firefighters, who risk their lives to keep others safe. The safety and security in our communities depend on the availability of police officers and firefighters uh, uh, to respond to emergencies. We rely on these professionals every day. As a society, we sh- as a society, should we ensure that when a vaccine becomes available, that these professionals be given priority? Let me know what you think. And that also brings me to my next point, and that is our men and women in the military, they are protecting us 24-7, whether overseas or here on U.S. soil. If we want to ensure that our military service members are safe and in the best physical condition to continue to perform their duties, should we make sure that they receive priority for a coronavirus vaccine? These are questions that I'm presenting because I want to hear what you think. Distributing limited resources and making choices as to who gets it first is never easy. As I said earlier, I hope there I hope that with time there will be enough vaccine doses available to meet everyone's need. However, the challenge is to determine who gets access to the vaccine first when it becomes available. So share with me what you think. I would encourage a discussion. If there's any group that you feel has not been mentioned here in this episode, let me know. Send me a message, leave me a comment. Once again, I want to hear your arguments and your logic. Thanks again for listening. Um, As always, you can visit my website, www.tossifanam.net. I have lots of information there. You can connect with me, read my blog post, see my published work, and more. I will be back again with another episode of Explore and Engage with Anam.